This is The Creative Funding Show, a podcast for authors, YouTubers, and podcasters who want to fund the work they love without selling out. I'm Thomas Umstadt Jr., the Patreon Patriot. Thank you for joining me today. We're not going to be talking about Patreon, though. We're going to be talking about some other ways of fundraising. In this episode of the Creative Funding Show, I would like to experiment with something a little bit different. Uh, The show is brand new, and so we're still looking for our format. And one of the things I'd like to experiment with is taking a really great example of somebody funding their creativity, a creative use of creative funding, and breaking it apart kind of blow by blow and uh, giving it an evaluation or analysis and kind of taking away takeaways. And the first show I'd like to do this with is the Revolutions podcast. So for those of you who don't know, Mike Duncan, many years ago, started the History of Rome podcast, which is one of the first uh, successful history podcasts. And he uh, went on to write a book about it, which was very successful. And now he's doing the Revolutions podcast, where he takes different revolutions in history and tells those revolution stories and how he funds the podcast. He has advertising in each episode, but another way that he funds the podcast is with a periodic fundraiser. What I'm going to do is I'm going to play some snippets from his show and then I will kind of jump in from time to time with commentary. Uh, Please let me know what you think of this show format. If you hate this, this may be the only time I do it. Uh, And if you like it, uh, let me know, because I want this show to be helpful to you. Also, if you like it and you find somebody else doing something really creative, please send me a link uh, to that video on YouTube or that podcast recording, and I may do a similar show like this in the future. So without any further ado, let me roll the first bit of Mike Duncan's Revolutions podcast fundraiser episode. Hello, and welcome to Revolutions. Twenty eighteen fundraiser announcement. Hello, this is your official twenty eighteen fundraiser announcement. If you've been around, this is the third one of these fundraisers that we've done, and it's all going to be working exactly the same way. If you're new, well, you've probably heard me talking about it before, and now's your chance to get in on the action. This fundraiser will run from tonight, April the 29th, to Sunday, June the 9th. So for just about six weeks, it's going to close up on June 9th. So the phone lines are now open. And man, is that ever an anachronistic way to put it. Do the kids even know that phrase? I don't think they do. All right, so the first thing I want to point out here is that he has this fundraiser for a limited period of time. That may seem like a bad idea. You're like, well, why wouldn't he want this fundraiser to run all the time. Why not always be selling merchandise and the other things we're going to be hearing about in just a second. But running it for a limited period of time does several really key things. One, it allows him to focus his energy in dealing with fundraising related activities into a period of time. And which, when it's done, allows him then to focus fully on his podcast. But the other, and this is, I think, an even more important principle, is that it creates urgency. It's really easy with a podcast to say, oh, I'll buy that T-shirt later. I'll buy that hat later. But when you're like, no, there's a certain date. And if you miss that date, you will miss out. Suddenly you're triggering FOMO. So not only does it help him with his creation, also I think is going to ultimately help him sell more products and more merchandise. Uh, So that's a really um, creative strategy that he's using. 
Uh, one more thing that he's doing here that I think is really clever is that this is a standalone episode. So it keeps all of this explanation from crowding his core episodes where he's telling stories of uh, various events in history, which means for people who are kind of moderate to mediocre fans of his, it's very easy for them to skip this entire episode. You know, those if somebody's a moderate fan, they're not going to buy a t-shirt from him anyway. And so it allows him to keep his audience large, which uh, supports his advertising revenue, while the core fans are going to totally listen to this six-minute dedicated fundraising episode. All right, now let's go to the next segment. This year, we feature four unisex t-shirts. We have two new additions to the family and two re-releases, shirts that are backed by popular demand. The two classics are the Olivia Did It shirt and the Gentleman Johnny's Party Train North American Tour 1777 shirt. Now, these guys are both printed on slightly different colors this time around to distinguish them from the original run, but now is your chance to snap them up. And when I went on the uh, book tour, one of the most frequently asked questions was when and how can I get Olivia Did It shirt or a Gentleman Johnny shirt? Now is your chance. Now, added to the lineup is two new shirts. The first is To the Barricades, because, duh, it's not like there wasn't going to be a shirt about the barricades. And then, finally, there's one that is drawn from the Cato the Elder quote that I used to open Chapter 1 of The Storm Before the Storm. Thieves of private property pass their lives in chains. Thieves of public property in riches and luxury. All right, so you probably noticed these are super inside references, which is really smart. You don't want it to be overly popular, the sort of thing that anybody else would be doing, because the whole point of this is that it allows insiders to proclaim that they are insiders. So if you've been listening to the History of Rome, the Lydia Did It shirt, or Livia Did It shirt, uh, you know, Livia is um, presumably poisoned, like, everyone in Rome when she was alive. And it was kind of an ongoing joke. Every time somebody died of mysterious causes, even hundreds of years later, Mike Duncan was joking, oh, I think Livia did it because she was just such a prolific poisoner. That's a sort of inside reference. If you're not a listener to his podcast, uh, you wouldn't get. And that's that's good. And think about that when you're creating merch for your own podcast or YouTube channel. What are my inside jokes that people would be uh, want to proclaim that they're on the inside of? Now, one other thing that he's doing here, and this is a bit of a risk, and it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. Uh, When he did this fundraiser earlier, he said, this shirt is for a limited time, and once you miss out, you'll miss out, and it's your only chance to get this shirt. That created a great sense of urgency and scarcity and made the shirt into a collector's item. But then people are like, oh, I still want to buy the shirt. So what he's doing here is he's re-releasing the shirt, but in a different color. So it's still exclusive the old way he did it. I suspect no one will get after him for it, but this is a risk, right? Some of the people are like, I wanted my shirt to be a collectible and now you're devaluing it. It'll be interesting to watch. I don't know how that's going to play out. I don't think it's going to be a problem because of changing the color. But just keep in mind, when you make a promise about something being limited, you really have to fulfill that promise or people will get unhappy. But getting back to the fundraiser, each t-shirt is $35. And please remember, I will post one giant bulk order after all the orders have been taken. So around the second week of June, I will place the order, and then they'll start shipping after that. 
All right, this is a brilliant way to do t-shirts. So by doing one big bulk order, Mike Duncan is doing two things that's really smart. One is he will know how many smalls and how many women smalls to order for each shirt. So he can order exactly the right number of shirts, maybe a few extra to give away at events. And secondly, it's going to allow him to get his cost per shirt really low. So let's say he's able to get these shirts for $5. That means that he's making potentially $25 per sale, which is the whole point. The point here is that he's got to make some money. There's got to be some profitability here. And his backers know that. And so you're like, $35 for a shirt. That's a ton of money. I'm like, it is, but really, you're making a $35 donation to a show that you like, and in exchange, you're getting this shirt that proclaims your insider access. Uh, so now, the temptation would be, again, uh, it was like, oh, you can buy the shirt anytime, it's on Cafe Press, and he's making only $5 a shirt. This is a much, much shrewder way of doing it if you're wanting to really fund your lifestyle with merch. All right, let's see what else he has. So in addition to the t-shirts, there is also now Appendix 2 of the History of Rome, a collection of five new History of Rome episodes covering Roman adventures, or more accurately, misadventures, in Hispania during the 2nd century BC. These episodes are doing double work for me, because for one, I was still in the relatively early days of the History of Rome when this time period came around, and I moved pretty swiftly from the Second Punic War to the Third Punic War to the Gracchi brothers, and then when I finished the history of Roman look back, the Iberian Wars were a rather gaping hole in the narrative. And I was reminded of this again when I started working on the storm before the storm, because the Roman campaigns on the Iberian Peninsula had a lot to do with setting up the beginning of the end of the Roman Republic. But when it came time to actually write the book, all of that material I had researched had to get compressed into about 250 words in the prologue. So, I am presenting it all to you now. Each episode is about 25 minutes, and you can either buy them individually for $5 or get the whole set for $20, which, to be honest, is what you should do. It's about two total hours of new History of Rome material. It's a steal. Okay, so now what he's done is he's transitioned from merchandise, which is what a shirt is, to creating a product. And the easiest, simplest product to create is more of what you've been giving away for free. People your fans are already in love with what you're giving them away for free. And so you're giving them opportunity to buy some exclusive um, part of that podcast. This I find is a very common amongst history podcasters. They'll have the main part of the narrative. You know, you get to that episode of the history podcast and that's free, but some special bonus content you pay for. And that's how they fund the whole thing. And again, you may be like, oh my gosh, this is so boring you're not in the target audience, right? If you're not a fan of history, the idea of getting two hours of what Rome was doing in Spain, man, that sounds really boring. But for a fan of history like me, I'm like, man, I'm really curious how Rome handled Spain. And so I'm in the target audience. You know, I'm, I'm using an example of a podcast that I like, but this is a really solid way. And the benefit of this for Mike is that his cost of delivering those two, two hours of audio is basically free. It's no more expensive than what he's already doing through his podcast. And so all $20 goes into his fundraising fund, which is really smart. So the margins here are even better than on the t-shirts. While he has good margins with the t-shirts, the margins on the products are even better. All right, let's get back to Mike. Okay, so the next thing is that if you've listened to episode 7.33 already, you know that Mrs. Revolutions and I have embraced the rather madcap scheme to move our family to Paris. 
This means moving into a very tiny apartment, and we're taking this opportunity to massively downsize, and I'm moving on from most of my physical library books. So I thought that it would be cool if you wanted to own a piece of the show and support the show, then I would do the same thing I did in the first fundraiser and put autographed copies of the books that I use to write the Revolutions podcast up on the blocks. So I have curated a collection of my favorite books from each series and would be thrilled to move them on to a home where they would be loved instead of just having them wind up in some goodwill bargain bin. So it was a sort of bonus prize for donating at $100. You get to pick out one of these books and it's all yours. This may not seem like a very reproducible strategy of giving away books, but think about the ingredients that go into the creations that you do. If you do sketch YouTube videos, maybe some of the props that you use in those videos could be valuable uh, to give away to patrons You know, at the top levels. Uh, this is very popular in Hollywood. Some of the artifacts used in popular movies sometimes sell for hundreds of thousands of dollars. So you may not be able to get $100,000 for a prop that you use or some other ingredient into your creation, but you may be able to get a few hundred dollars and you're able to get your money back maybe on what you spent creating that prop. So just think about as you're uh, doing fundraisers, what do I have that to me is trash, but to somebody else is a treasure? So in a sense, he's using his podcast listenership, his hundreds of thousands of listeners to do a little bit of Craigslisting. And these products, uh, there are these books are far more valuable to his listeners than they will be to anybody else. His signature is only valuable to people who listen to him, but this is really clever. So think about some ways that you can do this for your own. All right, let's get back to, to Mike. So that's the pitch. Four new shirts, five new episodes of The History of Rome to go along with the already existing five new episodes of The History of Rome. You can help support the move to Paris by buying up a piece of my library and letting it go live in a better home, and possibly win an autographed copy of The Storm Before the Storm. Love you guys. Merci beaucoup. So that's the fundraising episode. I, I did a little trimming here and there, but that's the core essence of it. And it's not very long. The episode in its entirety, I think, was six minutes. And he just makes a direct pitch, and it's very unapologetic. Notice he's not apologizing for why he's asking for money. He's been doing good work, and he's expecting his super fans to help him out if they want to. It's totally optional. He's not holding anything for ransom, so to speak, or threatening to cancel the show. And he's being very transparent about what he's needing the money for. He explains in the main show that he's writing his next book about Lafayette uh, and he's going to Paris to do the research. And so you're helping that book happen by funding his move to Paris. So he's not just going to Paris because he's wanting to live the high life. He's connected his trip to Paris with his podcast and with his history work. He's like, no, I need access to the archives there and to the um, histories that are only available in French. And, that, and so he's asking his uh, backers to be a part of that journey. And I think this is a great example of doing a fundraising episode. And we will see how it goes. And I do want to hear from you what you think of this episode. If this seemed super boring, you're like, oh my gosh, I don't want this. Please let me know. Again, this, these are the early days of the show, and I'm wanting to make adaptations based off of your feedback. Uh, and one way you can give feedback is to leave a review on iTunes. This really helps. Uh, we're, I'm really hoping to hit new and noteworthy and you can help spread the word about this show. All you have to do is leave a review. Or if you don't want to leave a review, just leave a star rating between one and five stars. I'm happy for any number of stars. Just give it a rating and I will continue to work to make this show more valuable for you. Finding you good examples of creators funding their art creatively. I'm Thomas Umstead Jr. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.